Call the Midwife is one of the UK's best-loved TV shows, and the new series has just kicked off on the BBC. So Ginny Smith went along to see the set and to meet some of the team behind the show. The executive producer is Dame Pippa Harris, and she told her what makes Call the Midwife so hard-hitting. One of our great strengths is that we've tried to be as accurate as possible on every level. So from the way the street scenes look to the way people are dressed and the medicine is an integral part of that. I think if the audience sensed that any of those elements wasn't truthful, they would be put off the show. I I don't think it would have the same impact and affection that it has. One of the ways the team ensures the medicine shown is accurate is by having experienced midwife Terry Coates as script advisor. She also spends time on set to advise the actors and actresses how to carry out procedures. One of the biggest challenges is trying to pare things down so that you get the essence of the procedure or the condition and you can maintain clinical accuracy but still be dramatically effective the actresses playing midwives have to be able to use something like the pinard stethoscope, the ear trumpet, in the right way. So that's not touching the trumpet because you would interfere with the noise that's transferred through the stethoscope. And the position that they would be holding the stethoscope over the, the fetus. But of course, many of the medical procedures shown require more than simply skillful acting to look authentic. Props and special effects are also vital. I visited makeup and hair designer Stella O'Farrell in her trailer to talk about how they make the births look so realistic. Well, for the actual birth, it's mostly real babies. We quite like to see the little faces moving and we put grapeseed oil and organic edible blood just in strategic parts of their head. And what about when you have to use more kind of difficult medical procedures when you're doing operations and things like that? We use prosthetics quite a lot. We have several prosthetic babies. And do you have some of these prosthetic babies here that I could have a look at? Yes, yes, we've got quite a few actually. You've just taken the lid off a large plastic crate. There's a towel inside and on it is lying a scarily realistic looking baby. This is one of the prosthetics. Yes, yes, the prosthetics are really very real and very soft to the touch. I'm going to poke the baby. Oh, it is. It's really, really soft and quite squashy. It doesn't feel dissimilar to how I would imagine a real baby's arm to feel yes and it's even got hair on its head like a little bit of kind of newborn baby hair it really is incredible what's it made of silicone this season the show tackles a very difficult and emotional topic thalidomide to ensure they were realistic the team producing the prosthetic thalidomide babies based them on real images of affected children The show used a mixture of these prosthetics, real babies and CGI to make the infants in the series look as authentic as possible. But the babies themselves weren't the only challenge this season brought. One of them had to be born by caesarean section, a first for the show. Caesarean sections in 1961, it was a vertical incision. So we had to get a special stomach made with a a vertical incision so we could pull the prosthetic baby through and also a stomach made so we could actually see the actor make a vertical incision. How do you do that? How do you make something that looks realistically like flesh and blood as you're cutting into it? 
Kate Walsh at Millennium Effects made a brilliant set of stomachs packed underneath with blood and also we had a trick prop knife so that when the surgeon's knife hit the uh, prosthetic silicon stomach, blood would come out. So what is it that makes the show such a success? Actor Stephen McGann, who plays Dr Turner in the show, told me his theory. It exists on certain levels. It's Sunday night. Many, many people watch it, but you can watch it and just have a glass of wine and enjoy it. But the information is there. The medical history is there. The social history is there. They will be authentic and then you can go, if you want to, and find out more. And do you think people are taking those kind of things away from it? We had a, a story strand where an immigrant brought in diphtheria and she became very ill. She nearly died and she needed a tracheotomy. And so that was very tense and it was very interesting drama. But it also showed the symptoms of a disease which we're not used to seeing now, has a very quaint on it and is absolutely horrific. When that was broadcast, we were contacted by the NHS Choices website and they said that visits to their fact page for diphtheria went up 1,700%, I believe. 30,000 unique visits were made to that page while the programme was on. And it's not just during the programme that these impacts are occurring, as Pippa Harris explains. After our first series, the Royal College of Midwives said that they'd had a 15 to 25% swing in applicants applying to be midwives, which has continued. They're continually now being overwhelmed by the number of people who are applying, which is terrific, obviously. It certainly is. Ginny Smith was on the set of Call the Midwife. Make sure you tune in next time.